0: Welcome to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. So I'm Tom Estabrook, your host. On this weekend before Thanksgiving, I hope all your planning has gone well. You've got your turkey purchased, the stuffing is all ready. You've got all the fixins, and you're you're all ready. We're traveling to New York to uh, have a wonderful time with my wife's family and going to enjoy some family time. So I will be out of the office for a few days, but today is our greenhouse market. Okay. Great, great event. New to us this year, all kinds of wonderful artisans are setting up and they're they're getting all their stuff together. So come check us out in the Yarmouth store. I'll be here all weekend. Please stop in. Talk to me about the radio show. What do you like? What don't you like? You know, I like positive and negative feedback. You know, I want to know some topics of things you might want me to talk about over the winter months. So if there's Specific things you'd like more information, just ask for me when you come into the store. I may be like a little elf up in the greenhouse working on decorating wreaths and doing all sorts of things. So if you don't see me, just ask, where's Tom? It's kind of like, where's Waldo? You know, I'm here, there, everywhere at the garden center. So, you know, don't hesitate to ask for me. I'd love to speak with you, talk to you about the show, talk to you about things you're having problems in your garden with or ideas you have for decorating this Christmas season. Been talking about a whole host of things. Last week we talked about, you know, um, dormant, you know, applications of, of. uh You know, insecticides and fungicides with Art Crockett from Bonide. You know, a great segment. If you missed that, pick it up on the podcast at at estabrooksonline.com backslash radio. You know, pick up the podcast. It's a great way to actually go back and and pick up some of those, you know, um, different episodes you might have missed. So, um, great way to kind of get some of that information. And I thought Art did a great job of really explaining some of those things, everything from mouse magic, you know, to uh, the dormant oils, to the copper sulfates. We talked about repelling those long-legged woodchucks, also known as deer, you know. So a lot of things kind of still going on in the garden, and it's that time of year where we can really forget about some of these things. So calling all bulb planters at this point, Important for us to get that final bulb planting done, you know, the ground is getting quite hard, you know, so the last thing we want to do is have to chip through that lovely frost that we get this time of year and, you know, get those last-minute bulbs. Are your Christmas lights ready? You know, it's Thanksgiving, okay? It is the perfect time to do Christmas lights with the family is Thanksgiving night. Personally, I think it's fun because you can make a project out of it with the whole family, you know, but you got to have the materials ready beforehand. You got to make sure the lights work and a lot of hands make light work is my motto. So if there's a bunch of people around the house, you know, and then you can kick them on, you know, right there in the evening, you know, and start your holiday season. Maybe you've come in, like we talked at the the end of the show last week, you know, have come in and you're getting all of your supplies all ready to put up. You know, it's a great time, you know, after you have that lovely turkey with the tryptophan and, you know, you're feeling a little, you know, woozy, you take a nice nap, you know, you watch a little football, and then, you know, you got to get to work. You're able to kind of decorate and deck the halls. Maybe you're putting up the Christmas tree. You know, think about this. Maybe all of your children are living away now, and they all come for Thanksgiving. Wouldn't it be great to decorate that tree all together? And then everybody leaves, and then weeks later, everybody comes back, and the Christmas tree's all done. And you can remember what a great time it was on Thanksgiving to do that. And you enjoy the tree the whole holiday season. So think about that. I know it's a long time for a lot of you to think that the Christmas tree is going to last that long. It's still going to be green come Christmas. And then I'll put the seed. As soon as the Christmas day is winding down, you've got all those hands again to take the tree down. Because you've had it and you've enjoyed it that long, you can all take the Christmas tree down together. So you've created a holiday You know, that is weeks long instead of just a day long. Create a situation where it's a tradition. We always do this on Thanksgiving, and we always take it down late Christmas. Now, it's tough. I know, you know, your kids have kids, and, you know, it's a busy day and all of that. But think about those little things that you might be able to do to make traditions. Maybe it's you always make the green bean casserole or you always make that jello mold, or whatever it is, come up with a Christmas or Thanksgiving tradition that you do every year. Make it yours and own it. It's just got to be good, though. You know, you got to come up with a good one. So that's some of the stuff that I think makes the holiday season a lot better. It's not about Black Friday. It's not about that day where you have to run out and midnight and meet the masses and think you're going to get a $59 TV. Who cares about that? I would rather spend $150 or $500 on a TV if I didn't have to deal with those masses. So make the holiday about what it is. So Black Friday, you know, let's face it, it's Black Thursday or Black Wednesday now, whatever it is, let's slow the season down. Now, we've got a compressed season, so start early and start often. In our market this weekend, our greenhouse market, there's a lot of cool, cool gifts. But on top of that, decorate before you shop. So come get your stuff. You can pick up some cool gifts at the same time, decorate the house, and then start in on your holiday shopping, if you haven't started already. But think about doing some of that and making it family time. Do it with the kids, invite some friends over, you know, have a wrapping party, whatever it might be, but make it festive and fun. And of course the eggnog and all of those lovely things, you know, that make Christmas and the holiday season just great. And follow it right through to New Year's. Now this New Year's I'll be down in Key West, sitting on a beach probably freezing. Because it's still January in in Florida. It's still cold down there. I don't care what anybody says. It'll be a lot warmer than Maine, I hope. But we're going to be in Key West for New Year's this year, visiting some friends. And then we're going to be visiting in-laws in Florida. And my parents are coming down. So we're going to have a great time with a bunch of family for New Year's also. So we're kind of setting our whole holiday season up, to be around family and friends and enjoy the whole season from Thanksgiving all the way to New Year's and then maybe we'll take a little break from traveling and and doing all kinds of things but right now the poinsettias are amazing they're all coloring up a lot of the varieties are really taping shape and looking beautiful so another thing you can do indoors is start adding some of that now with poinsettias I know you're kind of thinking to yourself, well, geez, I don't want to put them out before Thanksgiving. You know, so your decorations for fall are starting to kind of come to an end. My suggestion is around Thanksgiving, keep kind of the decorations around the front door. Start taking them down in the side rooms and maybe focus on the dinner area. Okay. Then it's a quick cleanup. And start putting some of your Christmas stuff up in some of the other rooms. Have the poinsettias all ready to open up and put out while you're decorating the tree and everything else. So it's not just about the tree. It's about all the little things. You know, maybe you got that talking snowman you always put that the kids love. You know, or whatever it might be. Santa's up on the roof. You know, I don't know. It's Christmas, so anything goes. Taste is up to the eye of the beholder when it comes to Christmas. So have fun with it. Okay, so outdoors, we're kind of wrapping up. You've done everything you can. Now we've protect from the deer, the wilt proof, the wilt stops of the world are are down. We need to mark on the calendar when we need to redo it again to protect those plants late in the season. Hopefully you're enjoying some of those vegetables that you've canned or frozen, you know, from your vegetable garden. So all that work that you did all growing season. And soon all those new catalogs will be coming out. So soon we'll be starting to talk about all these new varieties for next year. New vegetables, new annuals, new perennials. All of that stuff's coming soon. And we'll be bringing that up in in future shows. But this time of year, now is the time where we can do some pruning. And so we've been talking about Christmas lights. So this is a perfect time to also do some pruning. So, here's some plants that we can prune just before we do our Christmas lights. So, all your paniculata hydrangeas and your arborescence hydrangeas. So, basically, all the white varieties for the most part, we can do. Burning bush, we could prune. Wagelias, spireas, all of our yews. Rosa rugosa, your beech rose. You cut that down to the ground. All your barberries potentillas, some of your fruit trees and stuff you can do some pruning on also. Take some of that sucker growth out, any crossing branches, you know, crab apples, cherries, plums, nectarines, all of those things you can do. And then, of course, think about your red twig dogwoods, your winter berries that you might use in your containers. So you can do a little bit of pruning on some of that stuff and then put the Christmas lights up. Okay, If you have the opportunity to do that beforehand, it'd probably speed the process up a little bit. So all kinds of things you can kind of do at this point to kind of get ahead. And those are, are some of the different things that I like to prune this time of year. To me, some of the things, it's a great way to kind of get ahead for spring. And at this point, you know, the hydrangeas, for instance, the heads are all beat up. We've had some nasty weather. It's time to kind of clean them. Clean them up a little bit. All the leaves are gone. You know. So the burning bush. You know. We can give a trim. So a lot of whole host of different things you can get out there and prune. But the fruit trees. You know. I like to do them before I put the the lights on them. Just because I know. When I take the lights off. It's going to be cold. And it's going to be dark. But there's always those few days later on in, in the season. Also. So. Get out there and wrap up some of these things. Make it special, make it fun for the family, and be organized, and it won't be so much of a pain. I really, it really, really is hard to see customers come in at Christmas season and they're stressed. They're stressed because the season is making them stressed. They're either late, they're last minute. They've got guests coming the next day. They've got to get the reas up. They've got to do the roping. They've got to get the tree up. We're having a Christmas party. Oh, my God. But all the gifts are done. The gift really is spending time with your family and your friends and, and everybody else. And so if you can take the stress out of the decorating and all of that, it's really going to make the season kind of just flow right through and make a really, really, really great holiday season. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about our table at Thanksgiving. We're going to talk a little bit more about where you can cut your fur, where you can do all of those things, and what you need to know so you don't get yourself in trouble. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB.
1: We know you have lots of choices when buying plants and garden supplies.
2: wouldn't you rather come to someone at your local garden center where you know us and we know you?
0: Someone who knows Maine's soil, Maine's climate and knows what plants will thrive here.
2: Someone who will make sure you find what you're looking for here or at one of our other independent
0: garden centers. We support each other and work together to satisfy you. Wouldn't you
3: rather come to your local garden center? We're the independent garden centers of Maine at maineigc.com.
1: The holidays should be a time for celebrating tradition while bringing family and friends together. Unfortunately, it often turns into a season of frustration and stress. Simplify your holidays by visiting Estabrooks in Yarmouth. Learn how to decorate with lifelike artificial greens that provide all the beauty and none of the mess. Have a design expert tailor an elegant centerpiece for your holiday table or pick up a thoughtful gift from the Garden Emporium. Thanks to Estabrooks, your holidays can be beautiful and stress-free at the same time. To learn more, visit EstabrooksOnline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of The holidays.
0: Welcome back to the joy of gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook. On this wonderful garden market weekend, we're uh, having our garden market. I should should say greenhouse market, not garden market. Greenhouse market. It's a great event. Local artisans. It's a great use of our empty greenhouses. You know, give these local artisans a place to set up. You know, it's just like going to a fair or the clam festival or some other, you know, event where you can buy cool stuff, you know. And these folks work so hard at their craft. You know, it's amazing what's down there in the greenhouse. So I would definitely recommend check it out. Also, the first weekend in, November, in December, not November, December, Christmas with alpacas is back. I think the fourth or fifth season at least, great event for the kids. You know, bring the kids. They've got stations set up for the kids to color, walk the animals around the yard, you know, pick up some great products made by these local farms, you know, mittens and scarves and hats and sweaters and all kinds of cool stuff. And then also preserves and just a whole bunch of stuff that will go really nicely in those stockings and really, really kind of set your, set your gifts apart. Anybody can go to the mall and buy a gift card. That's an easy thing, you know, and why not give an Estabrooks gift card if that's the case. But I also want to talk a little bit about this is the time of year when we start kind of the end of our season is coming. And every year I like to kind of reflect a little bit about the season. And one thing when I was putting the show together today, I took a step back and thought about what we do each year. And one thing I think folks don't understand that we do is we do a lot of fundraisers for customers and nonprofit groups. And so we're wrapping up our last fundraiser of the year, which are poinsettia fundraisers. So these have been in the works. People have been out selling for months now. And I wanted to kind of let you guys know the different ways that we work with nonprofit groups. And I'm talking boosters groups. I'm talking, you know, all the different nonprofits. It doesn't really matter who you are. We're we're interested in working with you. And we don't necessarily have a set program. We like to fit each fundraiser appropriately to their group so a few different things we do we have online fundraisers okay and this is kind of an interesting thing we'll build a web page for you we'll actually host the web page and you can send the links and everything out to all your friends family and they do the ordering and pay online and it's very simple and easy so that's one option the other is you can create an order form with the products. You can take orders, and then you give us the numbers at a certain date. That's another way. And then there's always ways we can customize things for you. So we're willing to work with you on any type of fundraiser you might like to start. Poinsettias are what we are doing right now, and we're working with a lot of church groups. We're looking, working with a lot of high schools, middle schools elementary schools, daycares, you name it. If it's a nonprofit, we're looking to help you raise funds. So this is the time of year where we want to start talking with you about a spring fundraiser. So typically in the spring, a lot of times we'll do a geraniums or we'll do hanging baskets for shipping to you around Mother's Day. And then after that's done, we start thinking about doing our fall mum fundraisers. So you sell those during the summer months. So if you have an idea of maybe a fundraiser you'd like to do or come sit down with us, contact us at Estabrooks. Just give us a call. You can ask for me, ask for Tom, or you could ask for Bonnie, and just ask her about fundraisers and what you might be able to do. Obviously, at this point in the season, it's too late for poinsettias. We've taken on a whole lot of new fundraisers this year, and it's really a part of a company that we really enjoy, giving back. It's a great way for local charities to raise money, also help us you know, with moving some volume of plants. It's a great way to kind of give back to local communities. So look for your fundraisers in your community, You know, And if you have interest, don't hesitate to contact us. It's our Greenhouse Market weekend. Things are going along really great. I'm really excited about this event. It's new for us this year, so come check us out. Please stop in and say hello. Talk to me about the show, what you like, what you don't like, things that you might like to see us cover, different problems or topics you might like to hear about. Maybe different guests you'd like to hear. But it's that time of year to deck the halls. And we've been talking about all of these different things you know, that kind of go along. And what I want to talk about right now is this is always a controversial thing every single year. I see this time and time again, or I hear of it time and time again, where people go on others' people's property and they cut either greens Winterberry, you know, they, they invade other people's property and take what they need for their baskets or whatnot. Please, folks, it's very important that you ask permission. It's very important. We hear about this time and time and time again. You obviously can buy a lot of these products from us. But some things, you know, greens or whatnot, you also can cultivate from your yard. So think outside the box. You know, maybe you've got a rhododendron that needs to be pruned. Now, obviously, this is not the right time of year, but maybe you can prune a few branches out and use some of that. Maybe you've got a fir tree or a blue spruce or something that a few of the lower limbs need to be cut off. You can use some of that. There's always things around the yard that you can use. But certainly we have the fir, we have the pine, we have all of that stuff available. Simply come in, buy the bundles, away you go. But I want to be careful about folks when it comes to winterberry and some other things. Every year I have customers that come in and complain to us that they had a lovely winterberry they planted and somebody came in and stole all the berries off of it you know, it's out by the road, they planted it it was looking beautiful and somebody came in and stole all the berries off of it. And a lot of times, if it's in your landscape, it's really a landscape plant, you're not pruning off those winter berry necessarily to use them. You're either attracting birds, or you're just looking for something late in the season to look really beautiful. So Look for the opportunities to cut your winterberry in maybe power lines or some open areas like that, that there is access, and make sure there is access to that those areas. It's the same thing, you know, we hear the same situation of somebody has a nice pu- pussy willow in the spring and somebody comes in and cuts the pussy willows off of it. All the catkins, same type of thing. So this really, really can tend to debate build some ill will in your neighborhood. So think about all of those things. But it's time to deck the halls. It's time to think about all those porch pots, window boxes, all of that. Bring those in to us this weekend. And the reason I want you to bring those pots this weekend is we need to thaw them out. And sometimes it could take a couple days before the soil is thawed out and we can put new soil into your containers. So if you're interested in having them for next weekend, we need to get them dropped off this weekend, okay? So think about getting all of that in place. The other thing is, pull out that Christmas tree stand. Inspect it, make sure it's still in good working order. If it is, you're good, no problem. If it isn't, throw it in the trash and plan on purchasing a new Christmas tree stand, And last but not least, this is one of those areas that we never do enough planning. It's for our roping. So I'm going to give you a little tip. Take a piece of rope or string and drape the string like you would your roping. So if you kind of, you know, do a nice, you know, arching or a nice around your lamp post, take that string and do it approximately what you think it would look like then take the piece of string lay it out flat and measure it that will give you the length of your roping that you need cut you can't just go by well the fence is eight foot section and we droop it about three feet and okay well it's probably about ten feet and you start kind of adding it up when you're here. And what ends up happening is you have to come back because you either have too much or too little. It's always the case. So do some of that planning. You know, take it and put the string up one side of the door, across the top of the door, and down the other side. And then you'll know exactly. If you don't have a tape measure, that's fine. Bring the pieces of string. And we'll cut each piece to that length. You know, a typical door... To go up one side, across the top, and down to the other side is 18 feet. Seems like a lot, but that's what it is. A lamppost is usually 10 to 12 feet, depending on the height. So there's a whole host of things. We can kind of tell you what approximately, but we're not exactly sure. How many kissing balls do you need? How many wreaths? What size wreaths do you need? Take the measure, tape measure out and measure some of those spots. Okay, well, I think I need a diameter of about 36 inches. I think I need a diameter of about 40 inches. Have all of those written down, and we can go through the yard and pick each wreath up. Are you reusing bows? Do you need ribbon? Do you need us to make the bows for you? Planning all of that out and knowing what size wreaths, then you can order the bows also at the same time and what type of ribbon. So a lot of times what I'll recommend is a customer will come in. If they know the size wreaths, they can go right and pick out the ribbon first off. Go to the design center, order all the different bows you need for the different size wreaths, and then we'll go out and pick out the wreaths. By the time we get all the wreaths picked out, probably the bows are all made and they're ready for you to go to the register. Do you need wire to hang up the wreaths for wreath hangers? So all of these things, it's that time of year. And like I talked about earlier, you know, doing this on Thanksgiving and getting some of these things out, the trouble with Thanksgiving is no one's open. So if you don't have all these materials and you don't have the the wire, you can't do the job that's at hand. And last but not least, we don't sell any live Christmas trees, meaning Christmas trees you can plant out in the yard. But many places do. And this is the time when you need to dig that hole if you're going to buy a live Christmas tree. Before the ground is frozen, you go out and you dig your hole. You take all that soil that's out of the hole and you put it in some five-gallon buckets and get it in the house or in the basement or someplace that's warm so it doesn't freeze. And that way at least you have the hole so after Christmas you can take that tree out and put it in the hole and actually plant it in your yard. Now a live Christmas tree should not be in the house more than three to four days. So you're going to keep it out in the yard until about two to three days before Christmas. And then you're going to bring it in. It's going to thaw out and you're going to water it. And then I want you to put it back out on the screened-in porch for a few days. And then we'll go ahead and plant it out in the yard. When we plant it in the yard, we're going to water it extremely thoroughly and use that soil that we've got thawed out in the garage or in the basement. If you let it freeze up, it is quite the process. And there's nothing worse than not being prepared to plant that tree. So now's the time to do it, even though Christmas is a few weeks away. If you don't do it now and you try to dig that hole... At Christmas time doesn't work very well. That is a lot of labor of love right there. So plan ahead if you're doing a live Christmas tree, also. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy of Gardening on News Talk, WLOB.
3: For over 60 years, Wiltproof has provided the most effective protection against moisture loss in plants under water stress, and no other product comes close. Our non hazardous organic and biodegradable film is like having several layers of protection. As the outside layer of Wiltproof wears off with the weather, another layer forms. Wiltproof is the only horticulture anti-transparent that has the ability to provide this long-lasting protection. Put your trust in Wiltproof. Check out their site at wiltproof.com. That's wilt wilt-proof, fcom
2: At Coast of Maine Organic Products, we've known for a long time that plants love lobster just as much as people do. It's one of the reasons we started composting marine residuals back in 1996. And although we've had great success in getting gardeners and their plants hooked on lobster throughout New England, the Mid-Atlantic, and Midwest, the heart and soul of what we do is here in Maine. Plants love lobster because the calcium and chitin in the lobster shells break down in the composting process and become plant-ready food that help to make your plants strong and healthy. And of course, the plants don't use any butter, so they're even healthier. So support your local retailer and Maine's lobster industry by using Coast of Maine's Quadi Lobster Compost in your garden. Coast of Maine, a lobster compost company. Approved for organic growers by the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association. Visit us at www.coastofmaine.com.
1: The holidays should be a time for celebrating tradition while bringing family and friends together. Unfortunately, it often turns into a season of frustration and stress. Simplify your holidays by visiting Estabrooks in Yarmouth. Learn how to decorate with lifelike artificial greens that provide all the beauty and none of the mess. Have a design expert tailor an elegant centerpiece for your holiday table or pick up a thoughtful gift from the Garden Emporium. Thanks to Estabrooks, your holidays can be beautiful and stress-free at the same time. To learn more, visit EstabrooksOnline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of the holidays
0: welcome back to the joy of gardening by esterrooks i'm tom esterbrook on another great saturday morning deck the halls that's the theme this year and uh you know right before thanksgiving here i hope you're all planned and it's our greenhouse market weekend Wonderful artisans, come visit me. I'll be in Yarmouth all weekend. Come say hello. Let's talk about the radio show. Let's talk about some of the things in your yard. Let's talk about decorating because it's that time of year. Let's talk about the Thanksgiving table because every year we run into this situation. People coming in last minute looking for gourds, mini pumpkins, things to decorate on their table. Now, obviously, we can do a centerpiece at this time. So come in this weekend and order that. Last minute's not good for your centerpiece. So come on in, order that. We can also redecorate it for Christmas after Thanksgiving, save you some money. But Thanksgiving table. So here's a tip that I have used in the past. When you go to the grocery store to do your shopping, a lot of times all the gourds and small pumpkins and all of that They're sold out. We're pretty much sold out at this point. We don't have any of that stuff around. It just doesn't last that well. But what you can do is use some of the very interesting squash because it's squash season. And at the grocery store, they have lovely acorn, lovely different delicata, and all those different spaghetti squash. Pick some of that are on the small size. They're on the small side. And the other thing is they're great. And they store well. So it's not a waste of money. You can use those after the holiday, at Christmas, for dinner, whatnot. You don't need a lot of them, but a few kicking around is a nice, nice holiday addition. The other thing is, use natural things that are out in the woods. You might use some red twig dogwood, you might use some acorns. You know, there are many different things that really signify the bounty of fall. Acorns are one that, to me, a beautiful dish filled with eight cleaned acorns is a really, really nice addition. Maybe you just place one that's all, you know, we got to clean them. But maybe you place one really nice, shiny acorn in the center of each plate. There's a whole host of ways that we can use seed pods, all types of things to create some really cool, different additions to your table. So look around outside. Look at what you have to use. And then, of course, you can always supplement from there. But plan early and plan often on your holiday table. Now, I hope you've thought about taking that turkey out of the freezer. Okay? This is always a holiday problem for many. And I hear there's hotlines. Maybe it's Butterball or one of those has hotlines on what you can do if you're really in a jam. But I don't think on Thanksgiving Day they're going to give you a whole lot of help. So plan ahead. Personally, I love stuffing at Thanksgiving. There's nothing better. I love all the fixings that go along. The trick is how do we not overeat? So Thanksgiving to me is more like a marathon rather than a sprint when it comes to food. Take your time. It's not going anywhere and enjoy yourself over the day. It's important to continue to try to be active if you can. And like we have talked about earlier, get out there and do some decorating. Okay. It's a great way to kind of work the bugs out after you've had a big meal Even if you can just go take a walk, you know, get out there. Thanksgiving's one of those wonderful times of year where you really can do a lot of fun things around the house. Maybe it's just a board game, you know, with a bunch of family. Maybe it's cards, whatever it might be. Stay active. Maybe it's a little football. Maybe it's a nap in the recliner. I don't know what it is. But it's just a day that you really, really, really should enjoy. But let's talk about what we have available at the store at this time of year. So all of our West Coast greens have come in. Now, I say West Coast because that's where they come from. Oregon, way out West, different things like incense cedar, berry juniper, holly, incense cedar, um, you know, noble fir, and then the stuff we have out of the Carolinas Boxwoods, hollies, Fraser fir, all of those different greens that come out of the south. And then, of course, our native, white pine, fir, white spruce, you know, blue spruce, all those different things that you have to work with. To me, the basis of every container should be balsam fir and white pine. Why? Because they're native. Now, all the other stuff that we bring in from other parts to the, of the country, to me, are accents to those containers to make them different, to make them special. It's more expensive, but just a little bit of that stuff goes a long, long way. But for cost measure, use your pine and your fir to do the majority of your filling of containers. Now, if your containers are frozen at this point, get them indoors so they are thawing out. Maybe it's those window boxes that still have the dead annuals in them. You can reuse that soil if you can stick the fur into it. More often than not, if your annuals have been in the window boxes all season, you're going to need to put new soil. And when I say new soil, it doesn't matter what type of soil. Could be loam, could be new potting soil, could be some compost, could be whatever. Because my suggestion is you take all of that and you dump it in the compost pile after New Year's and add it to that compost pile. So think about all of that and be prepared to do your containers. Nine times out of 10, they're frozen when you want to go do them. So think about that. If you've already emptied them, think about maybe if you need some new potting soil, Is that thawed out or is it in the the garage in a bag frozen? And sometimes a lot of these bags could take a day or two in the house to thaw out. It's not going to happen just overnight. They're like an ice cube. So you might need to put them in the basement, you, you know, for a day or two. You know, or you have a sun porch, you can set them in and, you know, it's nice and warm in there during the day, they'll thaw out. The other thing is, if you have potting soil and it's thawed out, you can always always repot some of your house plants. So think about taking that out of the garage at this time and even putting it in the basement, regardless. So that way, you have some potting soil for your house plants if you need to retransplant anything. And speaking of those house plants, I hope they're doing better. We talked last week, you know, about inspecting them, making sure that. You're not having any insect problems, making sure you're not over-fertilizing, and that you're not over-watering. I hope you took the tip from last week, and obviously with all the cooking that's going on at Thanksgiving, the humidity will rise in your home. But if you're not hosting Thanksgiving, do that trick. Boil some water periodically, okay? Not to the point where you burn up the pan. You don't want to make it unattended. But definitely, you know, put some extra moisture into the air. And then go out and harvest some of the the fur and the other stuff for your containers. So it's our greenhouse market, all kinds of different th- stuff going on here at Esther Brooks. Okay. Come visit us. Not all of the vendors are going to stay for Sunday. There's a few that can't stay. They've got other commitments. Come in on Saturday and check out the really, really, really cool, cool stuff. All right, so we're late fall. you've hopefully are ready to put up your Christmas lights. You're all ready for your Christmas tree. you've inspected the stand your your decorating's under underway. You've ordered all of your stuff. you are set up now the question is shopping, okay. To me, the Christmas season, the best part of Christmas season is the stocking, and keeping the stocking interesting and fun. Maybe there's a few gag things in there, stuff you can laugh about, but what is that one little special thing that's going to mean something for years to come? Maybe it's a special ornament. Now, I'm a hunter, and so... I love to go deer hunting and so a lot of times I get some funky new ornament that has to do with deer hunting. Maybe you're a huge sports fan like my brother. My brother's a Yankees fan. I know he's the smart one in the family. Although our Red Sox, you know, we've been doing pretty well. So maybe it's Something special to each person that you can start a tradition with an ornament. Or maybe it's a special gift to signify something that's gone on in your life this year. Maybe you've battled cancer and won. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Whatever it might be. Something special that means something to a friend or a family member really makes a big, big difference at Christmas. Maybe it's that... Nice bottle of wine that you bring at Thanksgiving dinner. Whatever it might be, bring something to these lovely events. Maybe it's a great poinsettia, bring that with you at Thanksgiving. Help them start their Christmas tradition of decorating. Whatever it might be, put some thought into some of the things that you're going to do for this holiday season. The smallest things can turn out to the biggest the biggest delight for someone in your life. It doesn't have to be big. It just needs to be special. So think about all of those things kind of going forward into this holiday season. Decorating is something, you know, all of these things we've been talking about, it's just absolutely fabulous, but something special from the heart really will make a huge difference. Maybe it's just a card saying thank you for everything you did this year on Thanksgiving. So, no matter what Enjoy that turkey. That tryptophan, that nap. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the gardens on News Talk W L O B.
3: Do you have planting insurance? You can with Biotone Starter Plus from Mespoma. It's the ultimate starter plant food, and you can use it for everything you plant. Just mix it in with the soil. It works like three products in one to guarantee your success, even in poor soils. The secret is a special blend of natural organic plant food, beneficial microbes, and mycorrhizal fungi. The result is that plants grow faster, roots grow deeper, and flowers and vegetables become more abundant. Maintain your plants with the Tones, a full line of organic plant foods including Holly Tone, Plant Tone, and Rose Tone. There's a tone for almost every tree, shrub, flower, or vegetable. Best of all, every Espoma product is safe for people, pets, and the environment. Look for Biotone Starter Plus at your local garden center and visit espoma.com videos for product info and valuable gardening tips. Espoma, a natural in the garden since 1929.
2: Fall is in the air, leaves are changing, pumpkins turning, and fall is the best time to plant trees, shrubs, and perennials. You can buy your plants and garden supplies almost anywhere. Wouldn't you rather come to your local garden center? We're the independent garden centers of Maine, working together to ensure you, the customer, gets the best quality advice and service. Visit us at MaineIGC.com to see the closest IGC member near you, then stop by your local member garden center, where we'll help you select the best product for Maine's climate and soil. We work together to satisfy
0: you. Visit us at MaineIGC.com. Welcome back to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. So I'm Tom Estabrook. Uh, it's mid to late November, the dog days of late fall, early winter. And we've been talking about the holiday season and how wonderful it is and how we need to prepare for all of these things. And of course, we're doing all this lovely work. We're going to just enjoy the whole season. But let's back up a little bit. because so I want to kind of go back through the checklist of things you should have got done at this point. Because now is, let's let's face it, calling all final stuff out in the garden, okay? We're pretty much done at this point. But I want to back up because this is the time of year I've done some of these things before because I've been late or I have not done things in a timely manner. So this year I've done pretty well though. But the first thing I want to talk about is those gutters, Because if you didn't clean them out at this point, they're pretty icy, there's a lot of leaves in them, and it can create huge, huge problems later on with ice dams and other problems. So, my tip for gutters at this point is hot water. Getting up there with a bucket of hot water and just dumping it in the gutters and letting it run through the gutters. And what that will do is thaw everything out so that you can scrape all those leaves out. And make sure that you're cleaning so that you don't get those ice dam issues. The other thing this time of year, we're talking about decorating for the holidays. We're talking about all of this. But now's the time to buy a bag of ice melt. While you're, while you're buying all your Christmas stuff, think about the other problems you're going to have. Maybe you need a bag of sand. Maybe you need some weight in the back of your car. Maybe you need to put the snow shovel in the car in case you slide off the road a little kitty litter, jumper cables, all those things, you know, an extra coat in case you get stranded, all those things in the car that you might need if you run into a problem. Okay? It's that time of year where the weather can change in a heartbeat. That Having that bag of ice melt may save you from that one fall you have for the winter. Because let's face it, when we're not prepared, the first sign of ice, it's the time we slip and don't even think about it. This time of year, I find frost can just be, you know, that little bit of frost on the step. That, oh, it's it's cold out, but there you go. You're down. Now, ice melt. Let's talk a little bit about ice melt. Because there is ice melt that is safe for plants, and there is ice melt that is not safe for plants. Okay, so your rock salt, some of those are very, very invasive on plants. And they're also invasive on walkways, granite, concrete steps, all of those things. So think about a plant safe ice melt. It's the only type of ice melt we sell. And it works very, very cold. A lot of the ice melts do not work if it's really cold. Rock, salt, stuff like that. It doesn't work as well when it's really cold. So make sure it's a plant-safe ice melt. That way your grass isn't dying around the edges of your walkway. You're not damaging some of the other plants. Okay? So think about that. Check your snow shovels. Are you like me that have five snow shovels, but really only one that works well? Is the snowblower in working order? Did you take my advice and get it out, start it, make sure it's running well, make sure you don't have to replace those pins that break all the time, the shear pins that break off every time you run over something? Are they working in good working order from last year? Or do you need to get that service before we have a lot of snow? Did you put fuel additives in all of your fuel? Is the lawnmower battery taken out of the lawnmower if you have a riding lawnmower or a battery start lawnmower in the the, uh, basement so you don't blow it up over the winter? Is the generator in working order because you know the Nor'easters are coming? It's going to happen. So all those little things to kind of square you away. Do you have a little extra firewood kicking around for the fire pit? It's kind of fun to have a winter fire in the fire pit. So do you have a little bit of kindling in the in the, in the the garage, maybe a little bit of wood put away or someplace dry so you can start that easily? Because you know you're going to want to have that one day. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful out. You say, hey, let's take the chairs out. Let's go sit around the fire pit, have a little fun on a Sunday afternoon. So have all of that kind of prepared. So all of these things are kind of stuff that I like. I've been putting some firewood away. I've taken my battery out of the lawnmower now. I actually put air in my riding lawnmower tires because they're always slack when I get to spring. So I add a little air because of the cold. I've cleaned up my workbench, put all my tools back where they're supposed to be, and kind of organized for my winter projects. Now, winter projects for me, I'm going to be working indoors, obviously, so I inspected my brushes because I always do painting in the winter months. I actually took inventory of what I have for picture frame holders the other day when I was doing some organizing. I'm like, oh, I know I'm going to have to hang some pictures here at some point. So I, I took a little look and, oh, you know, I've got plenty. So I don't have to worry about that because I'm the classic person that, you know, I go to the hardware store and I've got the list, but it's at home and I forget it, and so I end up buying another thing, a picture frame holders, and so I've got two or three packages of those, so I'm all set on that. You know, but those are all the things that are going to kind of show up in the next few weeks as we get past the holidays. I find January and February are those project time frames for me because I'm slow. I don't have a lot going on. So think about kind of the next step after the holiday season. Do you need some extra bins because you've bought a whole bunch of new holiday direction, decorations that you need to store this year. So that is, you know, quite common for me at my household. We'll get a bunch of new decorations. We don't have the bins to put them away. So think about that when you're out doing your holiday shopping. Hey, those are on special. Grab a couple more of those. You always can use them. They're the best invention in the world, in my opinion. Next to duct tape. Because that fixes everything, right? So I hope you guys all enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. It's really, really been great doing this show this year. We've had a wonderful time and had a lot of different guests. Soon we'll be having a bunch of guests talking about new plants, new things going on in the garden-related industry. we just got to get through the holidays. You know, Johnny Select Seeds, gonna be. we're going to be talking about all the new vegetable hybrids they've got coming out. We'll be talking about some of the new hydrangeas that are coming out. New annuals we're going to have. So you know, that to me, January and February, that's what it's all about. It's that time, get out, enjoy the holidays, decorate early, decorate often, and just enjoy and glide into the holiday. It shouldn't be work folks, it should be fun. I hope I don't have to be a therapist in the yard again this year, I know it probably will happen. But the Christmas tree is not the toughest decision of the the season. It's really deciding who you're going to spend it with. So get out there and enjoy all of your family, all of your friends. Make it fun. Make it enjoyable. Come visit us this weekend at the Greenhouse Market. Greenhouse Market, that's what I'm saying. All those lovely artisans. Get out there and enjoy your Saturday and have a wonderful holiday season. We'll talk to you next week.